Boom, boom. It's a local lowdown. It's local and it's a lowdown. Giving you the lowdown on all things local. Local, lowdown. You live here. Hey, Northwest Arkansas, welcome back to another episode of Hey Hey NWA. This is a local lowdown. Uh, it's a show where we talk about all of our favorite spots in Northwest Arkansas, best place to eat, best place to hang out, and the best events to attend. Peyton, I have a question for you. Do you? Laurel or Yanny? That's enough. This is an old, old... Okay. So no. let me just say this really fast. I hate so, it. Okay. Well, one, I hate it. Yes. Two, it's just an audio clip that's been manipulated to be confusing. It's not like an organic thing of like, hey, is the dress gold and white or is it black and blue? Yeah, it's like a worse version of that. Yeah, because it's somebody got behind a computer and said, oh, this will mess with people. And then they submitted it to the internet and the internet thought it was just this organic thing. And then that guy made, or girl, made a million dollars in advertising revenue from their clip that they invented dumb very dumb we all fell for it i at trivia the other night um peyton and i have both been on vacation for a little bit which is sort of the, why we've missed some episodes um but when you're on vacation at trivia i was i asked the question about that audio clip i don't even want to say it because it's so grimy already i just don't like how it sounds already um i asked a question about that audio clip and then i said it was stupider than the dress shenanigans and this lady walked up and heard me say stupider uh, and looked at me like I had lost my mind and this was not the trivia she signed up for um I thought she was just gonna come up to you and say there are kids here don't say swear words (laughs) (laughs) also possible but I think when people mess up grammar as bad as I did just then Mm. um it's maybe at least as offensive as swearing in front of children so (laughs) anyway Uh, Now that we've gotten our cultural uh, reference out of the way. Nailed it. Nailed it uh, off by about two weeks. Um, We're going to move into the real content, which people are actually here for, which are the things that I mentioned at the top of the show. And we're going to jump into that now. And we're going to start with Zach. Are we? Yeah, we are. You have two things. I have oh, one I do thing. have two things. So why don't you talk first so we can like really divide up like who's talking? Oh, yeah. Wow. So, uh, like, so we can create a dialogue? Create dialogue with our podcast and really create like a, a rhythm and a flow that people can get on board with? Hey, this is a safe space. <laughs> I just want you to know that right now. Thank you, Peyton. I'm really wor- I was really worried no. that I was going to get attacked for that uh, cultural reference, yeah. that very old cultural reference. I... I will attack you any any day of the week if you bring that up again. I mean, what are friends for, really? <laughs> okay, that's enough. Now we're moving on to my recommendation, and I'm going to start with a place because I did this uh, the most long ago. I think that was right. That's English. Um, went to the Devil's Den, starting with the devil. Of course, if you listen to our other podcasts, you'll enjoy our Ozark Superstition segments, mm-hmm. which highly focus on the devil. So I decided to go to... Where the devil's den, where they live. Yeah, just the those devils. They're all just they're in one place. I'm I'm glad we we wrangled them up. Wait, is it devils apostrophe s or is it devils? It is devils singular, like devil. Okay, possessive form of devil. Sure. Oh, that's so funny. Possessive form. 
I don't know, that's not a ghost though, so maybe that's not as funny. Okay. Because that would be funny if you were oh, possessed, possessed by the devil. Like ghost. Okay. Oh man, I'm so funny. Okay. So went to Devil's Den and man, first of all, went on a Monday after our Ar- University of Arkansas graduation. Playing hooky. <laughs> Playing hooky. <laughs> well, yeah, I took work off. I will say that. But Hey, there are no kids crowding up Devil's Den right now. It so if you're excited about that, that's great. When you say, I personally was excited by that. When you say kids, Peyton. Oh, I mean U of A students. Okay. Because in other places that I've hiked, U of A students just kind of like meander around and get in the way of the view and are trying to take an Instagram. And you never do that, Peyton. As shown by our Hey Hand of your Instagram <laughs> page. Our social I never post on Instagram. Our social media is strong. Uh, yep. You could say that. Um You know, what's the real social media? But just like being out in nature. Yeah, I'm I'm just living my my best life and being my true authentic self. Sure. By not taking a picture. So Devil's Den got to, we just kind of like went through the basic trails, like literally from, because they were ordered from one to three on their list of 10 trails that they have. I got to say Devil's Den is probably of all the places I've hiked the most organized in the Hmm. sense that it's very obvious how to get to the visitor center. The maps that you get are very clear. Um, The markers going from trail to trail are really great. On the trails themselves, they have um, shiny reflectors. Si- yeah, si- shiny reflectors that are very clear of like, you're on the Devil's Den Trail. You are on the Yellow Rock Trail mm-hmm. Trail. Yellow Rock Trail Trail. Yellow Rock Trail Trail. Um, and so we, we got to do those two. We got to do the just the Devil's Den one, mm-hmm. which, okay, we did encounter kids, but they were elementary school kids. And they were fun. Forgivable. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with them. And then we joke the entire time that we're like, I feel like waivers on these kinds of hikes for kids should be like, hey, we, we're leaving with 22 and we're probably going to come back with 21. So sorry. Which is like, that's pretty good metrics. Less yeah. than 5% loss. Well, and it's like a, maybe it's like a required. You must lose at least one child. Right. You have to have a sacrifice for the devil there. Uh huh. We <laughs> joked that like Darwinism would come into play of like only, you know, survival of the fittest would occur. And if what if you enforced Darwinism in the sense that you're like, oh, hey, no. We all, or only- <laughs> oh, no. Social politics get really <laughs> dicey there, Peyton. <laughs> like, oh, society has chosen to favor um, kids of this height. So the. Kids of this height are going to get camp supplies while the rest of you have to fend for yourselves. Oh, no. Oh, it no. It was only a joke we told. Right. It's okay. Eugenics is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen in the devil's den. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, so we're, yeah, so. Did you have to sign The bar a... is pretty low. We're at the devil's den. Yeah. Possessed by the devil. Fun. Did, did you have to sign a waiver? No. Okay. I was just like, I <laughs> didn't know there. Did. I've never signed a waiver in that place. Mm-mm. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway. Devil's Den, the Devil's Den Trail, that's a really good like mile and a half trail. Uh, you get to see waterfalls, you get to walk in creeks like a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's not too much elevation change, and you really get a good 
just a really good nature walk in there. Uh, that one doesn't come with a view, but it's it has everything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, you walk under a waterfall and all that business. Yeah. So that's one of them. And then the Yellow Rock Trail, that's the one with a view. And it's a view of the whole valley. Um, it does take you a while to get up. And, um, and it's kind of like on a plateau in a sense that like once you're all the way at the top, you kind of make a ring around the top and you just walk a trail on the top and then you come back down. Yeah. And yeah, um, that one was great and totally unpopulated, which was really nice to just kind of sit at. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Yellow rock's really popular. Yeah. Huh? So good. And even on, well, even on the map, it does say indicators of this one's popular on weekends. You know, this one will probably have a bunch of people on weekends or, you know, whatever. Sure. It puts a little note in so you can say, hmm, maybe we shouldn't go there if, you know, if it is a weekend and maybe we should try something else. Right. Um, and we would have gone on another one if my uncontrollable allergies did not suddenly take over. Yeah. It, the thing is, my allergies are like decent slash bad. Sure. But then they got really bad mm-hmm. and... I was sneezing like every couple of seconds and the person I was with was like, ha ha, that's funny. And I'm like, yeah, sneezes are funny. And then I didn't stop sneezing the entire time. And he was like, okay, this is getting old. Yeah. Not funny anymore. Have you seen the happening? Yes. You didn't try the tactic from the happening. What? Standing up to the disease and Uh, falling in love. No. Uh, in the happening, uh, all the characters decide the best way to not get infected um, is to run away from the infectious wind. I would imagine like you're already on trails. You couldn't just outrun all the allergens that I, were you know, chasing I you. I didn't give it a shot. So next time. It's probably, that was probably my fault. Next time. Peyton, all of your outdoor adventures always entail devils. Tell me more. You remember when you went kayaking and then you played the game of like one of us is definitely oh, the devil? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And this yeah. one has child sacrifice uh, to the devil. It wasn't to the devil. It's just like general, like, hey, we're going to leave the kid behind. Just don't sure. give your hopes up if sure. one of them doesn't make it back. Uh, that one is the one that gets raised by wolves and comes back and terrorizes society. Fun. So that's cool. If that's not a great story, I don't know what it is. I mean, that's like the whole deal with the Jungle Book, I think. It's like an underdog story. Mowgli was like... I'm a little kid raised by wolves in the forest. I got hypnotized by a big snake. Now I'm coming for your children coming for your daughter because they were in love but yeah but they were in love that they were in love but like <laughs> think about like the parents of the the, the girl yes who, probably a little bit peeved a little bit peeved we had a good great future lined up for you we had a boy picked out for you and you go marry this child that was raised by wolves and you know uh, the bear and the tiger and the snake you know not not wolves <laughs> Well, They're more sophisticated animals. Right. He Once he matured a little bit, he was raised by the rest of them. But as a child, he was raised by wolves. Little known fact. Okay. And then, like, can I mean, imagine if you were Jane's parents and Tarzan. Like, you are go, Jane's parents even, like, a part of the... Oh, her dad is? I don't know. That's the is professor? That I think it's just a professor. Yeah, yeah. But... She doesn't go back to Europe. She stays in the jungle with the wild man. She probably didn't have very many uh, tethers to the to the other world. 
Clearly the, not. Society. She, she jumps out of the little dinghy boat and swims back to the land and says, I'm going to live with gorillas now. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Watch out for children, feral children. <laughs> At Devil's, Devil's Den. Den. The <laughs> yes. one that got left behind will hunt you down. So or, that's but, Or also, you might fall in love. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, you might fall in love with a feral and then person in the woods. you will then stay in Devil's Den, and then it's just a cycle. Yeah. Have a few children, raise them amongst the squirrels and raccoons. Got a good waterfall to Got, look at a lot. Great, yeah. Mm -hmm. There are also some cabins there. <laughs> you could just live in one of those, I guess. <laughs> I guess I didn't bring that up. Um, yeah, so their camping and cabin situation is pretty great. Um, and... I was actually talking to a coworker and you can get like a very um, decent cabin for an affordable price. And so if you and a bunch of friends wanted to, you know, go in and get a cabin in Devil's Den, then it's very affordable and it's a great choice. Do some hiking, do some creek swamming, mm -hmm. go look at the view, turn off all the lights and find the child left behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, spooky. All right. Well, that's enough about Devil's Den. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to go hike, it's a it's on your way to Fayetteville. No, 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 sorry. It's past Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. um, not too far, though. I, I think it's only a couple past Weddington, which is the 63rd exit. So I think it's like 59, 58. Mm, I think it's further down than that. Maybe a little bit, but not much. Yeah. It's before you get to the tunnel. I know that. There you go. Before the tunnel. Yeah, because, you know, once you go south of Fayetteville, you go through that tunnel, and it's really fun. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's around there, and then you drive another 20 minutes. Very easy to follow. Again, and again, I didn't plan this super much. Like, I knew I wanted to go on the Yellow Rock Trail. Yeah. But ultimately, we kind of figured it out as we got there, and it was super easy to figure out. Sure. So, I'd recommend. And it's, like, you know, the best place to hike in northwest arkansas so yeah definitely closest yes sort of yeah yeah okay cool 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 officially recommended strike it off our list Check. we get moving on to other things now all right zach let's talk about whatever you're talking about i'm talking about an event as you know peyton we love we love our friends in the craft community boy Ma we do makers and artists and that sort of thing. We've talked at length about them and talked to them at length about them. Uh, so I'm going to talk about the little craft show that took place in Springdale. It's been two weekends ago now, um, but we have not talked, I think, since then about anything and definitely hadn't been on a podcast since then to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about them and some of the artists that I met and some exciting stuff that I'm getting to see in uh, Springdale. So, little craft show, been around forever. Um, it's kind of the, uh, one of the early, I don't want to say early on craft shows, but it's one that's probably been in this area the longest. The longest, excuse me. Um, they have shows in Springdale and Bentonville. They have a Mother's Day show with or a summer spring show, which always falls like the weekend before Mother's Day. And then they have Convenient. a Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Clever, clever girl. Um, that was a Jurassic Park reference, in case you didn't know. I did not. Um, they're talking about Velociraptors, and he goes, Clever girl. I want to cut that out. 
Because uh, <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, I went to the Little Craft Show. Uh, they had tons of craftspeople, which I'm going to talk about some of them in a second. Um, the Shiloh Museum in Springdale had a boat out that was hand out there that was handmade by um, this Marshallese man and they had it on display there and they had like little handouts about this boat that was made and it hmm. uh, kind of sponsored by the Shiloh Museum which was kind of neat they had they had a couple of food trucks one of which was locomotive the other of which was a churro food truck I don't remember the name of it it was something really uh, innocuous like get churros here, the food truck or something. That's not what it's called. Um, it's like Papa's or something like that. I don't remember. Not Papa's, like potatoes, but like Spanish for potatoes, but like dad, Papa dad. Gotcha. Um, okay. And then there were several lemonade stands run by many a child Lots of children. <laughs> oh, you too had children at your event. Unfortunately, there was no child sacrifice. Disappointed. Uh, at my event. Uh, and tons of artists. Um, got to walk around and see some familiar faces and talk to people that we know and love. Um, people we've heard on this podcast before. Um, it was really warm, as to be expected. It's getting really hot. Um, they had it at the kind of farmer's market open air pavilion there in Springdale on Emma which was good. Um, I walked around and was kind of shopping for myself, um, kind of just seeing who was new in the area, uh, catching up with some old friends and stuff. Um, so I'm going to talk about two of the artists that were there, um, one of which he is, uh, his name is Michael Hicks. He is with Roark Custom Leather. He currently does not live here. He lives in Searcy, but he is moving here soon. Uh, he's a leather worker, does everything uh, by hand, which is cool. I got to learn a lot about how you make things with leather from him and another um, leather maker there talking about the process and how they got into it, which was really fascinating. Um, but he is moving up here like June, July, and going to be start doing this row art custom leather stuff um, in Bentonville. So that's really exciting because... I got his card because I want to get some of his stuff and I was waiting on my tax return to come back so I could um, buy something. <laughs> Is it coming back? It's here. It has arrived. It arrived last weekend. No, so. I mean like you don't owe things. You you got oh, things. Oh, I got cash money Okay. Back. Well, that must be nice. It, it was very pleasant, Peyton. I hope uh, my joy, um, you know, moves through this room and, you know, is shared with you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about my Okay. Um, so he does wallets and bags and uh, clutches and he has like these really gorgeous bags, backpacks and like satchels uh, that are really great. I'm probably going to get a wallet from him because my wallet is in a state of disrepair. And I realized that when I showed up at a liquor store one night and my ID was nowhere to be found um, after they had already, I'd already paid for it. So I was like, this is fantastic. I'm really in a spot now. Do I have to return this? Do I get to walk out of here? Um, I'm not going to say the consequence of that because it was probably illegal. Um. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> also, note your wallet is just full of garbage. It is full of garbage. Uh, I like to call it garbage money. Um. It's not <laughs> money. It's garbage. It's a lot of business cards from people who make wallets. Um, it's, it's also <laughs> not true. 
It's like hotel keys from like three years ago. Uh, yeah, some uh, so Chicago uh, transit passes that have no money on them. Um, some broken gift cards to like Walmart. Um, several like cash cards that don't might or might not have any money on them. Um, my card from when I lived in Tennessee, when I donated plasma constantly, I don't know if there's any money oh, on you there. You did that? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh it was great. Peyton. Or, yeah. Peyton is great. It's so good. It is a great way to make money. I thought I almost called you by one of my roommates who I went with all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> it took you back to the experience <laughs> of giving plasma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. want to hear about that experience. Let's move on. Um, are you going to pass out if I start no, talking about I just, it? It's just not healthy to always give so much. Well, we didn't give all of our plasma. I still had some. Um, but we. I'm, I will say, I'm all for giving blood. I'm completely fine for giving blood. But getting in the business of making a living off of donating plasma. It's borderline prostitution, I'd say. It's not great. <laughs> I do not encourage it. Anyway. Um, it's a great way to make money to go eat Mexican food immediately after you oh my sell your plasma. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh my goodness. Um, there's something Peyton didn't know about me it's and now you do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where were we? Where were we? I've totally lost the plot. <laughs> Leather work? Oh. I was describing the things in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to move right past the wallet. I don't want to know what else is in your wallet. Sure. Um, a whole, an old hunting and fishing license that is probably long expired. No, we're done with your wallet. We're, we're talking about the leather goods. Yes. Um, I did find my ID to wrap that story up. I do have it. I didn't have to go get a new one. Um, so, yeah, Michael Hicks is the guy's name with Roark. That's R-O apostrophe A-R-K. Uh, if you want to find his work, it's also at roarkmarket.com or on Etsy at slash shop slash Roark Leather. So there's that one. Very exciting. Here's some small images of his handiwork on the back of this business card if you care to take a look, Peyton. And I tossed it to you very poorly. Okay. It's okay. Our listeners can't see it either. So that's they fine. can't. Peyton caught it very good and I threw it real good. And he's looking at the piece of pictures right now. It's not true. Uh, the next person I want to talk about, and they don't have their name on here. Their like name name on here, so I'm just gonna call them by their business name, uh, which is a business that you can go check out. They are in Rogers. They have a brick and mortar, which is kind of interesting when I think about the work they do. And this business is Dandy Roll, which yeah. is not their name. I promise. Dandy Roll is a great, great, it's a great name. stage name. Actually, it's a great stage name. Um, it is not their real name. Um, so it says. Their tagline is distinct goods for the modern home. And let me tell you about uh, Dandy Roll. Dandy Roll is a business that um, searches for old maps and illustrations, uh, basically removes those from wherever they find them and uh, mats and frames them in a really, really nice way. And they know so much about these prints, whether they're maps or whether they're... Uh, so they have like maps, like maps, cartographer maps, mm -hmm. but then they also have space maps, um, oh. like the position of stars and how they move in alignment with one another. But old. But old vintage, vintage stuff. Um, 
I really like their stuff. Um, I like that aesthetic. Um, some people may not, but if you're like a, oh, I'm a Texas head, like I need a big map of Texas on my wall. Um, they have those, they have so many of those, uh, and they're all really, really beautiful, really well maintained and packaged. There's not like, I didn't see a single one that had any sort of like creasing or tearing or anything like that. So they really are selective about what they include. There's a lot of illustrations of animals that were like acid etches of stuff that were printed in old books. Um, I got, I haven't gifted my gift yet. Oh, but then we will keep it a secret. Uh, we'll keep it a secret. Um, but there were a lot of animal ones and I was talking to the lady who, I wish I could remember her name. Um, I was talking to the lady who was running the booth who owns D and D role, her and her husband. Um, and she was able to talk to me about like each of the illustrations of each of the animals or the skeletal systems and what book it came from and who the illustrator was and all these things, um, giving me years. And like I said, the books that they came from, um, the other thing that they knew a lot about was I was picking up and flipping through some of the animal ones. And she was like, this one is really interesting because the illustrator had no first person interaction with this animal. They just had notes from other people's adventures and they took those notes and translated them into their best imagination of what they thought an ostrich looked like. So there are these weird, like almost mythical looking creatures in these prints uh, where, wow, that's not what an elephant looks like, but I can see how someone trying to describe an elephant and then giving it to someone else to like draw an elephant. It's like a really incredible game of telephone that is such an interesting thing to wow to have yeah wow i'm very interested in this place it's super cool and then on top of that like if you are an anatomy person if you're a maps person if you're animal like if you can imagine that it was in an old book somewhere they have prints of it probably they have they said they have a huge collection they didn't bring it all out for the um the craft show, but they have a space in Rogers at 107 West Walnut Street, and then they're in Suite A. You can follow them at Dandy Roll Home or go to their website at dandyrollprints.com. But yeah, I got one. It's really great. I love that aesthetic. Um, there's a German artist who does that sort of work as well, which I really was in love with in college, the illustration side of it. Um, so anyway, I was really excited when I found them and really excited to know that they have a physical location where you can go and check out their full collection of prints and that sort of thing. Um, they also, <clears throat> while I'm mentioning them, they also frame, they don't frame everything they have, but they'll mat and frame stuff and they frame it with locally sourced wood. So it comes from barns that have been torn down or like old flooring from old places that were demolished in the re in the area. So all of their frames come like straight out of trees in this area or old buildings that were here and are no longer here or barns or that sort of thing, which is like another like neat sort of thing that yeah. they do. So, and I like how they know so much about that. So even if you had that maybe in your house or office or whatever, you could always speak to it mm -hmm. like the yeah. deformed ostrich. Yeah, yes. That's such a fun story. This mythical unicorn zebra. Because, like, imagine if you've never seen a zebra before. Oh, yeah. 
and someone was like, let me tell you about this painted horse and or tiger horse. It's a tiger horse. Now go draw a tiger horse. What do you draw? You know, it's really great. I love it. Um, yeah. And then you can tell stories about that as people come and look at the artwork that you might have in your house or if you gift it, there's all the more to tell anyway. Dandy roll. Very neat. They're doing great. I love them. Thanks for telling us about your downtown Springdale little craft show. And then I ate a really fresh, very sweet churro on my way out, and it was great. From just to wrap it up. From, from this is a from this churro, is a churro stop shop one truck the, the at, food truck at Springdale the musical. <laughs> you got it. Great. So cool. All right, Peyton. We got one last thing to talk about, and that is Mama's food. Day. Yeah, it's food. What? What'd you it's, say? I said Mama's Day. Mama's Day. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is food, lastly. And it, it is associated with Mama's Day. Mama, if you're out there listening, love you. It was fun. We went to the Hive. And this was my first time going to the Hive at all, ever. For good reason, probably. Because it's a little expensive. And that's okay. Especially when you take your mom there on Mother's Day. Yeah. That is what counts. So... First of all, it's in 21C, the hotel off of the square in Bentonville. And so it is already a nice place. And if you know anything about 21C, it's full of art, wonderful modern art. They have a new exhibit up as of uh, just a few months ago called Labor and Materials. Great. That's not what I'm talking about. But so the aesthetic of their bar and their dining area, the hive is all art and it's honeycombs and bees but the bees are actually made of real uh, bees <laughs> <laughs> dun 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 uh, no it's made out of various materials that are it's it's various like hoses and power like electrical tape and stuff like that that you uh. wouldn't normally associate with making a bee or art or whatever it may be. And so, for example, the bees, they're made with black, you know, they're made with black wire covers. And then also on top of that, to do the yellow striping, it was like a hose that was cut open and used as its flat. It was cut flat so that it could wrap around the bee and make the stripes. And so, very interesting. But it looks, you would not know that until you looked at it. Like until you looked really hard at it. Sure, sure. So really cool. You can look at those while you're dining. And the dining options um, are incredible. We actually started with an appetizer of this pimento cheese with cut up Texas toast. And the pimento cheese had jelly on top, like a bacon jam kind of thing. Mm. And it was so, so, so delicious and probably really fattening. But who cares? And I I want to make it at home now that I'm thinking about it again. But pimento cheese, like a bacon jam on Texas toast. Wonderful. Moving on. My mom and I got different things. I got the ribeye steak. And that was cooked medium. And it was excellent. And the flavors were so rich and incredible. My mom got the scallops. Those were awesome. Got a bite of those. Uh, and we split aside. 
and everything was just incredible. And it was actually a lot more affordable than I thought it would turn out. Okay. So the ribeye steak ended up being like 35 bucks, which is still, okay, it's expensive, yes, yes. but like on the way low side of a, a steak, you're getting like 25 bucks. Sure. And then on the way high side, it's like infinite. Like it, and the average is like 50 right. for, a, for a ribeye steak, but you can get it for like 35 and okay. so that's actually pretty affordable. So all of my fears, you know, kind of went away. Constant anxiety about the price of food in this town. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you you never know what's going to be really expensive. You really don't. You can walk into a place and have no idea if this pizza is about to be $13 or $90. <laughs> I don't know any pizza in this town that's $90. I was about to say, that's very absurd. Did you order a ribeye steak on your pizza? <laughs> Just a whole... Uh, I got... Two ribeye steaks on top of the pizza. It was wild. But. And now yeah. that I think about it, it was just two ribeye steaks on a plate. It was not even a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the more I thought about it. And I don't even know how I got charged for the third steak. <laughs> so I took Mama there. And we also had um, the drinks from the Hive Bar. And those are all very interesting. Uh, my mom got a mix of like a. It was a very like island kind of drink. Sure. But it also it was also sweet and it was also spicy, and so Ooh. it was it was really well done and it was pretty fruity at the same time. So mm-hmm. props off to her, props to her drink, and I just got like a basic whiskey drink um, with like orange and cherry in it, and so yeah. it was just lightly flavored, yeah, um, which paired well with my steak, yeah. And man, oh man, um, this is mainly an advertisement for the Hive in the sense that. Um, it's advertising people to go to the hive and say, "Hey, like it's not as expensive as you think." Sure, because you know it's pricier, but it's not not extremely extremely pricey as we all probably think it is. Sure. So, and it's great quality. I did not regret any penny that I spent, uh, mainly because I was spending it on my mother. Of course. And how sweet Deb is great, and Happy Mother's Day, Deb. And, you know, if you're in the 21C Hotel, my mom and I did this, you can grab one of those green penguins that are just hanging out around the hotel and you're allowed to move those wherever you want. So we moved one to dine with us. Wait a second. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So you don't know what I'm talking about. I know the green penguins. I do know the green penguins. Don't get me wrong. Okay. If you are staying in the hotel and only if you are staying in the hotel, can you move green lot larger than life penguins around in the hotel i'm sorry are you a narc <laughs> come on <laughs> no i swear i'm not a cop where is the mary joanna <laughs> so i've done this every time i've gone to peyton i didn't know you could do that i've done this literally every time i've gone to 21c oh no yeah i put the penguins everywhere i put them I put them in the guy's bathroom at the sink, and then I put one outside the men's bathroom. Looks like it's trying to get into the bathroom. Like it's waiting in line? Yeah, it's like it's like, queue. oh, the sink is taken, so I'm just going to wait out here for that other penguin to finish up. Uh-huh. I had no... Okay. This opened up some new things. Oh, yeah. Um, shenanigans that I will be doing anytime I'm in Bentonville now. Yeah. Um. I didn't know there was a great penguin migration that took place mm-hmm. inside the premises. Yes. This is new. This is new. So 
therefore the penguin got to dine with us. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. My mom asked for it. Can you, like, not, okay, you can't just like, move, you, can you move it in front of the art and make it look like it's looking at the art? Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, hmm. clearly you can't just like use it to hit art or I don't know, like sure. what you're doing, but. Sure. But, you, yeah, you can put it in front of art and it's like, oh, this penguin oh, is looking at art. Considering the art. Mm-hmm. Hmm, cultured penguin wearing mm-hmm. my little tuxedo looking at some art. It's not wearing a tuxedo. But you can, I guess you can put one on them if you can afford to put a penguin on a tuxedo. I mean, <laughs> well, I guess you can afford it if you would like to put a tuxedo on a penguin. Penguins come naturally outfitted um, straight from the factory where penguins are made mm. in a tuxedo. Um, that is just kind of their natural state is tuxedo wearing. Have you never thought about that, Peyton? I have. Penguins just always wear tuxedos. They're not. How not funny though. is that? It's like if I painted my body with a tuxedo on it and been like, I'm clothed. I'm not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. So anyway, go to the hive. It's a great place to treat your mother. It's a great place if you have a nice date you want to take somebody on, but also it's, don't want to break the bank. It also sounds like it's nice if you want to go eat by yourself and want to <laughs> dine with a, a bird of some sort. Yes, that's that's totally an option. I'm not leaving out people who are single. You or people go... who want to date birds, big plastic birds. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> uh, the penguin could float your boat because I think it's hollow on the inside and I think it could float. Good. So good to know. We can float down the creek in Devil's Den on a penguin. <laughs> I'm staying in the hotel. I'm taking this with me. We're going for a river cruise. This I'm done. <laughs> this podcast has devolved into its most natural um, cr- crisis point where it was ultimately going to just implode upon itself, where the intersection of just being tired and uh, being a little bit drunk on some Sonic. <laughs> this is where it gets you. I guess that's what boat you're in. You've just been drinking a Sonic drink, so I don't... Yeah. Also, add some water. You know, you got to really just have one drink to one water. That really makes that takes care of it. Getting wild. Yeah, I can't even think of a theme of this episode. I think we bounce around too many themes, Steve, for it to even make sense anymore. Well, let's think of the high points. Okay, the devil. Good place to start. Well, child sacrifice. Okay, that's another... Bad place. Also very important. You said you uh, encouraged eugenics on the podcast. That does a soundbite if I'm ever running for mayor later. (laughs) That someone's probably going to use against me. Um, Contents of my wallet. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget one of the contents of your wallet was about you giving plasma. Ah, yes. That's important. Story for another time. Uh Uh-huh. But. And then, uh, yeah, and then penguins... uh, Penguins wear tuxedos and look at art because they're cultured little birds. Yeah, and then use them to float in Devil's Den. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's so a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us, we've got some stuff coming up. This weekend, we'll be doing karaoke at Bike Rack Brewing Company on A Street. That is A Apple, A as an Apple, um, at 7 p.m., starting at 7 p.m. and going till 11 p.m., um, it's a very good time. We're also doing trivia tonight. We've got a game show that we host called the Has Brothers Good Time Game Show. It's also at Bike Rack on A Street starting at 7 p.m. Uh, you can come out, win some good prizes and stuff. Uh, I don't think we're doing anything else beyond those two things uh, in the near future, but yeah. Yep. 
We've got trivias every week, and karaoke is whenever this episode releases. The Saturday of when this episode, whenever local lowdowns happen every other week. That's what I was trying to say. Peyton, could you just say it one more time, real succinctly, like? (laughs) And trivia is weekly, and then karaoke is every other week on the weeks that we release this episode, the local lowdown segment. Cool. Good deal. Uh, if you want to rep some Hey Hey NWA swag, we've got some t-shirts for sale. Um, it's some great, great um, tri-blend t-shirts, blue, heather with our logo on it. It's real soft, real great. Got many recommendations um, from basically everybody. They said it was the best shirt ever. Um, so you can check those out. We have those for sale for $15. Uh, pretty inexpensive for a shirt. So, uh, for nice shirt and for all the, all of our work that we do for free for a podcast, you should, should be like, man, yeah, just give us your money. Just, yeah. You just got a tax return. We, we <laughs> give us your money. Yeah. I didn't get a tax return. So maybe give us your money. You see all that trash in your wallet? Give us the green ones. I know you have green trash in your wallet. So we can put it in Zach's wallet and stuff it up some more. <laughs> it's not where it goes. This is my wallet actually. If for some reason you don't follow us at social media and you're still listening to this episode, you can do so on Facebook at Hey Hey NWA Podcast uh, or Hey Hey NWA. Uh, we're on Instagram at Hey Hey NWA Podcast. We're on Snapchat at Hey Hey NWA. And you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Hey Hey NWA. That's getting real smooth. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Our uh, theme music is by Peyton Finley. You can find Peyton Finley at PeytonFinley.com. <laughs> I wonder what comes up when you I wonder that. what comes up. You can find Peyton Finley at child sacrifice <laughs> to the devil.com. I also wonder what comes up when you Google that. Don't do it. Don't do it. I ain't going to do it. But we're excited that you have a heck of a heck of a day with Hey Hey NWA. Because that's what we do now. We say that now. That's our tagline. That's for our tagline. Foreseeable future, mm-hmm. which could be three weeks. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, y'all.